The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula Vale here, and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. And I am honored today to have with us Jane Van Develde. And she is a DNP, RN. She's a president of the Reiki Share Project, a nonprofit organization that teaches Reiki to individuals with serious illnesses. Jane holds a Doctor of Nursing Practice degree and has been practicing and teaching Reiki for over 12 years. Jane has extensive experience working within the cancer community. One of Jane's missions is to integrate the practice of Reiki into healthcare organizations. And we did have the honor of having Jane on a show previously. This is her second show. And I'm just so thrilled to have you back, Jane. And welcome and thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so pleased to be here, Paula. I, I mean, you're doing great work. This is, it's so important to get the information out, and you're doing, you're doing it. So you're, you're oh. fulfilling your mission and your purpose, too. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, I, you know, we're just, we're just a team out there, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Well, let's begin, Jane. Tell us a uh, a little more about your background and experience, both as a nurse and a Reiki practitioner. Well, I've been a nurse uh, for a long time. I was thinking the other day, it's almost 40 years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> time flies. Um, and in my professional nursing career, I really was more community-based. I started out in a hospital setting uh, for a few years and then moved to home care, hospice, um, and other community-based organizations. So that, that was really you know, my expertise. I worked a lot with people with chronic illnesses, the elderly. I worked with caregivers. And then in 2003, I took my first Reiki class and just never looked back. So I really felt that the Reiki was, it really became an extension of my nursing practice. And my feeling was um, that I needed to bring my skills, knowledge, and expertise in nursing forward into my Reiki practice, and eventually the long-term goal, which I'm kind of moving toward, you know, accomplishment, is to bring Reiki practice into healthcare organizations. So I feel that my Reiki practice, my nursing practice really uh, gave me a foundation, then, and then the, the Reiki practice was a springboard. You know, for yes. new and exciting adventures that I never thought I'd be doing. <laughs> you, know, oh. you told me I was going to be doing this 20 years ago. I would have said, that sounds kind of crazy. But here I am. <laughs> not, 
Yes, so. yes, and the door that opens. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, with my Reiki practice, I would say the bulk of it has really been uh, within the cancer community. I think many would agree that people uh, with a cancer diagnosis and, and programs that support, you know, people with cancer are very open to complementary therapies. So um, that you know that was a real place for me to start. I've, I've been at a place called Wellness House in Hinsdale, Illinois, since 2006. So it's been almost nine years. I'm starting my ninth year there, and um, they offer programs and support. It's a nonprofit program and support to people with a cancer diagnosis. And I've just been doing volunteer Reiki sessions there for a long time. And um, I recently, um, in this past year, I, I passed my 1,000th session there. <laughs> Oh, so that was goodness. a real milestone. It was it was really kind of exciting. So uh, time flies, I'll tell you. But I've gained so much experience at Wellness House, and that then has carried over into developing this volunteer program at um, a local hospital. So yes, yes, it all it all it all kind of you know flows together. It really does. Yeah, yeah. and hat. Tell us about what growth and what effects have you seen come about with with you beginning this Reiki volunteer program? Um, do you mean personally or professionally? Yeah. Well, yeah. How, well, how about both? Because I'd love to know personally what you've seen and experienced and then also what you see it, it doing for others and, and for the people that gain from that. Well... Um, I, you know, personally, it, I have really, I think, honed my skills as a Reiki professional. It's very interesting to work on people with serious illnesses. It, it's different. Um, and I've just uh, learned a lot in terms of what to do, kind of how to approach people, how to work with them, how to, to talk to them about their illness. Uh, the one thing that has happened to me uh, uh, as a Reiki practitioner personally over the years is I feel that my practice has really simplified. It's just gotten simpler. Mm-hmm. And I've really learned just to step back and let the Reiki do the work. Yes. You know, as a, as a professional nurse, I'm, uh, we're, we always go into fix mode, care plan mode, outcomes, yes. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yes. And, you know, when I'm working with somebody with a cancer diagnosis or another serious illness, I'm not Nurse Jane, as I call it. I'm just, I'm doing Reiki. And I've really learned just to step back and allow the Reiki to do the work. And at the end of the session, it's not what I experienced. What's important is what the recipient has experienced. So it's really been an evolution for me. Uh, And I've, I've... Oh, gosh, I've learned so much. I've just met so many just amazing people uh, throughout the practice. Wow. So and so I've grown. I've grown uh, personally, and then professionally, it's it's been very interesting to approach healthcare organizations as a professional nurse doing Reiki because um, you know there are people that think I'm a little crazy, perhaps you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've really stepped stepped away from. Um, you know, the work that I thought I'd be doing as a doctorally prepared nurse, and I'm doing this. So I know people uh, sometimes think I'm a little, um, you know, they question my sanity. But yet, you know, I I think that I've also uh, educated a lot of people uh, 
in terms of Reiki as a professional practice in a healthcare organization, and my nursing credentials have opened doors for that. And um, I think more healthcare professionals are seeing the value and recognizing the value. I always say, what kind of a patient do you want to take care of? Somebody who's stressed and anxious and not listening and has a lot of pain, or would you rather take care of somebody who is calm, relaxed, uh, and, and being able to listen to you more clearly? Okay, that's a before and after a Reiki session. They're starting yes. to get it. You know? Yes. Oh, it that takes is time. Just... Beautiful to see, beautiful to see. And can you talk about how this program that you started at the Cancer Infusion Center, how has this been received by patients, families, and staff at the Cancer Infusion Center? Well, um, we started the program in uh, 2012, February of 2012, so we're entering our fifth year, fifth year with the program. And really the program started with just me. It was a volunteer of one. Oh. And uh, took a lot of planning, you know, uh, probably like six to eight months, you know, prior to me first stepping foot in the door. Uh, you know, we had to write proposals and, you know, educate staff and, and uh, really, you know, let the staff know what I was going to be doing, what Reiki was, um, you know, because they, they needed to be on board with it. And, um, you know, since, you know, since we've, we've been at the, at the infusion center, and, and this is an outpatient setting, so uh, these are people who are coming into this setting for chemotherapy because they have a cancer diagnosis or some other kind of infusion ther- therapy for another chronic illness. There are also people who are coming in for radiation therapy for a cancer diagnosis. And then we have, patient, you know, family members, you know, friends, support, you know, yes. you know, significant others coming in to support the patients. So we offer Reiki to everybody. We offer Reiki to the patients, to the family members, and then also to the staff. And uh, it's, it's been really very well received. You know, it, with, as anything, it takes time to get a program up and running. And there's a lot that I have learned Doing it in this healthcare setting, um, kind of a seat of the pants kind of a experience at times. But four years down the road, um, I have a much clearer vision of how how to practice in this kind of setting as a Reiki volunteer. Um, we've done since uh, February of 2012 through June of 2015. We've done I can tell you 488 sessions <laughs> because we keep track. And I haven't, I haven't, um, tabu- I haven't um, compiled the data from June till the end of 2015. So we're going to be well. We'll probably be close to 600 sessions by then. And these are just short sessions. And um, again, just some of the feedback that we're getting from staff, uh, from from patients. Um, you know, they'll say things like, um, you know, after. And these are short sessions. They're 10 minutes. They'll say, you know, I. I'm not worried about anything right now. Or, uh, that was amazing. My pain is gone. How did you do that? Uh, another woman said one time, and this is my favorite, she said, this Reiki is like a special love you touch. A love you touch, you know. Perfect. So um, it, it's been, it's been wonderful. And those are, those are just the verbal, you know, the verbal things that people say to us. The other thing that we do um, to kind of gather data and, and you know, to kind of measure how we're doing in a sense because healthcare organizations like that 
is that we document all of our Reiki sessions. So when we approach, um, you know, either a, a patient or a family member or staff, you know, we very, very simply tell them what Reiki is, and if they give consent, we actually have them sign a consent form. So every session that we've ever done, we have a consent form signed by the, by the, you know, by the recipient. And yes. basically the consent form just says that we've explained it to them, we've told them what Reiki is, They've given us permission to lightly touch them. Um, Reiki's not to be substituted for regular medical care, right? <laughs> you know, and if they feel uncomfortable yes. at any time, they can, you know, stop the session. I mean, that's basically the, the main elements of the consent form. And then before we start the session, we ask uh, the recipient to rate their pain or discomfort on a scale of 0 to 10. Zero being no pain or discomfort, 10 being the worst. So how are you feeling right now? Well, my shoulder hurts. It's about, I said, give it a number. It's about a five. Or I have a headache or my stomach hurts or, you know, whatever it is. Then we ask them to do the same thing and rate their feelings of stress or worry on a scale of zero to 10. Zero being none, 10 being the worst. And so they'll say like, oh, I'm, I'm about a six or I'm about a seven. And we don't need to know what it is. We just want a number. Then we offer the recipient 10, maybe 12 minutes, maybe 15 minutes of Reiki. It's just a short session. And then we ask them to rate the pain and discomfort and the stress and anxiety after the Reiki session and give it a number. And most of the time, and I've done a lot of these sessions, the numbers drop. So if the the pain in the shoulder was like a 5, it might be a 2 after Reiki. If their feelings of worry and stress were like an 8, maybe it went down to a 4. And what I tell people is Reiki's not going to make your pain necessarily go away. Sometimes it does. It's not going to make all the things happening to you. It's not going to you know, change the cancer diagnosis. It's not going to change the fact that you're receiving chemotherapy. But even for a short period of time, it just might make you feel a little better, a little more relaxed, a little less stressed. That's a good place to be. Yes. yes. So we've got yeah. all this data, and what I do is I compile it, and I throw it into a bar chart and just a, a picture, literally, of before and after, pain and anxiety. And, and then, you know, I've got data uh, for four years um, for these sessions. So we, so we have, we have um, data that supports our work. You know, if, if a, you know, a hospital leadership comes to me and says, okay, so are you making a difference? I can give them four years of data and say, yes. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the compiled data. And it's so simple. Yes. Uh, what very would you basic, say, very basic. Yes. And what would you say are the most common outcomes that you have documented with this program? Well, and, and in terms of just, you know, individually with, um, you know, the recipients is just a lessening of pain or discomfort. Because sometimes people will say, I don't have pain, but they might feel discomfort, which could be just like maybe a little bit of nausea in their stomach, but that's not pain, okay? So um, it's just um, a softening of some of their symptoms. I mean, that is the most common thing. And then just release of some of that, you know, worry, stress, anxiety. It's that calming down. And I really believe it's because Reiki elicits that relaxation response. I think that is the door that Reiki opens, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think someday we will have empirical proof of that. Someone's got to do a research study. But, um, and that's a physiological response, a relaxation response. But people are going to have more pain or discomfort if they're tense, if their muscles are tense and they're, you know, they're all knotted up and they're you know, just you know, 
holding it all inside, and what Reiki does is it just helps them to relax. And it's like a cascade effect. Yes. And I just see people just, like, melt into their chair. <laughs> you know, my favorite patients, I, I worked on a woman just last week at the, at the infusion center, and she looked at me and she said, I don't relax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't relax. I don't. I don't. You see my foot? It's always, like, moving. I, do, I don't relax. I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's just try the Reiki, and maybe it'll help, you know. I mean, I don't promise. I can't guarantee. Ten minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes, and I just watched her arm just sort of, like, fall to her side, and her head ah. bobbed. And, after, you know, afterwards, she, she was just amazed, amazed, and she was receiving chemotherapy. You know, she said, can't... Can you come home with me? Yes. <laughs> Will you please come home with me? So, you know, it's those kinds of things. Um, the, the other people that I love is I'll ask them to rate their feelings of stress or worry, and they'll say, oh, I'm not stressed. Uh, no, I'm fine. I say, well, give it a number, zero to ten. They go, eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, it, it's so interesting, you know, how people perceive some of this. So um, I, I think those are just the biggest outcomes, just that, that air of um, just calmness that, that Reiki brings to people. I have staff say, oh, look, Jane's here. Oh, this is going to be a much better day, you know. Just, yes. It's just bringing that, um, that kind of, um, I hate to use the word aura, but that aura of peace that, that, that Reiki just, um, you know, brings even just to, to a setting, you know. Yeah, and it so, just bring that into their moment. That, yes. that must yeah. be just huge, yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Jane, we do have to pop into a commercial. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, oh my gosh, everyone, we will be back in just a couple moments. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. 
Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And... If you're just joining us, I am here with Jane Vandeveld, and we are discussing Reiki volunteers in healthcare. And this is just such a fantastic topic and the benefits. And Jane, I, I would like to start this session with tell us what are your procedures with approaching patients and approaching the, the people that, that you want to offer the Reiki to? Well, um, the, the thing about um, this volunteer program is, is we don't make appointments. We're, we're just, you know, not anywhere near that, that kind of a, of a setup. So when uh, myself or another Reiki volunteer goes to the, the cancer center, you know, it's really up to us to approach uh, the patients, the families, and the staff to offer them our services as volunteers. And, boy, I've really learned a lot um, just in doing that. So in a, in a sense, we kind of make rounds. We make rounds. So I, I usually start out in the infusion center and just kind of see who's there during the day, uh, you know, just kind of check in with staff, make sure they all know that I'm here. And then I lit- just literally walk into the small rooms or to the, you know, the areas where the people are, are hooked up to their chemo. You know, they have big infusion pumps and all this kind of stuff. And just say, introduce myself. Hello, I'm Jane Vandeveld. I'm a volunteer here, and I'm uh, here to offer uh, short relaxation sessions called Reiki. Um, I emphasize that these um, sessions are free because in healthcare settings, patients always think they're going to get another bill for something. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's a real legitimate you know, thing to consider. So I always tell them, it, you know, they're free of charge, you won't be getting a bill, these are complimentary, I'm a volunteer. And that oftentimes will uh, kind of open the door a little bit. And then they'll say, well, 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 when are you going to do it? I say, right now, <laughs> right now, you know, as you're hooked up to your, your chemotherapy. Um, and there are times when people say, no, thank you very much. I'm fine. Uh, I'm good. And um, then you go to the next person. So, you, you know, as a volunteer and as a Reiki volunteer, I'm very prepared to get a lot of no's. It's not for everyone. Not everybody's comfortable with it, you know, for whatever reason. Some people just don't want to be bothered, um, and that's okay. So I might, on any given day, get, you know, three or four or five no's before somebody actually will accept a session. So you have to be, you know, pretty confident, you know, and be able to um, articulate, you know, you know, what you're going to be offering. So I keep the explanation very, very simple, very simple. Mm-hmm. And then um, at that point, I'll sit down and I'll tell them a little bit more about the session. You know, they sign the consent form. We do, um, you know, the, the pre, you know, the pre, you know, rate your pain, rate your anxiety. 
and then and then we do the session. Um, if people, they usually they're seated sessions. Uh, people who are receiving chemotherapy or infusion are in recliner chairs, so they they can kind of kick back a little bit and kind of stretch out and make sure they're comfortable. And then for family members and staff, they're just like in a seated position. So I call it chair reiki. We're offering chair yes. reiki. And we keep the hand positions very basic. Um, I will start standing behind the chair and place my hands very lightly on their shoulders. And then, um, and then I'll also touch their knees. So I only touch knees and shoulders. Otherwise, my hands just hover just over the crown, sides of the face. I'll come around and sit next to them on a little, like a little stool and just put my hand over their heart and their abdomen, and then I'll touch their knees very lightly. I don't do feet because they usually have shoes on. So, mm-hmm. so knees are good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, we don't do sweeping. Um, we don't do chanting. <laughs> we, don't, yes. we don't draw big symbols. I mean, it's just very, very uh, light touch, hands just above the physical body. We keep it very basic. Because we are being watched. Yes. This is an open setting. People are going back and forth. And trust me, they're watching us yes. as we're offering this session. And we want it to look very kind of natural, very normal, very peaceful. Um, uh, and we don't want, want it to look strange or, or unusual in any way. And that's yeah. worked very well. Sounds you know, I think very a gentle. Real, real way to practice in a healthcare setting. Yes, yes. I it sounds very gentle and loving, and I, I'm sure you do have a lot of eyes on you. And yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, and and that brings about maybe someone the next time you're in saying, "Yes, I'll try it." <laughs> yes, because it looks okay. Or I, I've, I've just last week I had um, I approached a woman who was receiving chemotherapy, and she's like, "No, I know I'm fine," but she said, "Let me check with my son." So her son had. Uh, was willing and open to have the Reiki session. And she said, I'll just watch and see if I want to do it after you're finished. Yes, yes. So that, and that was fine. And then at the end of it, she still didn't want the Reiki. So I'm like, that's okay. But he that's... wanted the Reiki. It helped him. Yes. And and you offer the Reiki to the family members as well, uh, don't you? Absolutely. Families, uh. friends. Um, yeah, uh, last week I offered Reiki to a woman who uh, was, was a, a volunteer herself, and she drove... The patient to the to the, the infusion center. She was a volunteer through the American Cancer Society, and she she got oh. Reiki. Oh, I love well, it! I'll offer I... Reiki to anybody who walks by. You know? oh, I love it, Jane. She loved I it. love yeah. it. Yeah. That is. Uh, what what are the uh, requirements that you think are important for becoming a Reiki volunteer in a healthcare organization? Well, we have, um, with the Reiki Ship Project, developed kind of a, um, what we're calling a validation process. Um, and, and the purpose of that is to, we're calling it to establish credibility, efficacy, and consistency in recruiting and training Reiki volunteers. So we want, we really want to find the right people to do this work. And we're using the word validation versus credentialing. Uh, credentialing implies licensure. That's a word that's used a lot in healthcare. But as Reiki practitioners, we are not licensed. Okay, so we're we're using the term validation, and basically, it's just a kind of like a like a screening process. You know, putting down all the all the requirements. So, um, you know, for us to be a Reiki volunteer, um, the person needs to have completed a level two Reiki class, 
Okay, and we, and we feel that a level two person can practice successfully in this kind of an organization, depending on the person um, or above. Um, and, you know, I'm really looking for somebody who, who practices Reiki, does self-treatment. Okay, that's the first question. Do you self-treat every day? I want the answer to be yes, because then you're using it. Yes. And then just offering Reiki to family, to friends, uh, maybe doing it professionally, going to Reiki shares. You know, maybe they've had other volunteer types of things. You know, to really have some hands-on experience, I think that's important because, um, you know, we're in a setting where you, you need to be able to practice with some confidence. So I'm looking yes. for, for people with some experience. Um, and then people need to be knowledgeable about Reiki practice. You've got to be able to talk about it. You know, it's our practice. You know, we need to, to, to know our practice. Uh, people who are confident and people who are articulate in speaking about Reiki. And uh, for me, that means being able to, to describe Reiki very simply. <laughs> yes. Very simply, you know. Um, so, um, and, and to, re- to really kind of exude that, that air of confidence and knowledge about our practice. And then people just need to be willing to commit, um, you know, to, to being a volunteer at least a couple times a month. You know, and then when you become affiliated with a healthcare organization, you might have to do background checks, and there's also um, orientation, you know, commitments and requirements that you have to go through, and I, I'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, the other, the other piece that I, I do talk about to potential Reiki volunteers is that um, it's the whole issue of being empathic. Many people who are in Reiki practice or other kinds of healing modalities um, are energetically very sensitive, very sensitive. And I've had some Reiki practitioners come and work with me at Wellness House. You know, they wanted to volunteer. They wanted to be active, get some experience working with people with serious illness. And at the end of the afternoon, they, they just, they're like, I don't think I can do this. I feel overwhelmed. You know, I can just, it's like, you know, feeling their pain, feeling their emotion. And some people are very sensitive to that. You know, they're empathic. And if you want to do this kind of work and walk into an infusion center where, that, that's what it is. That's the energy. You know, you've got to be able to deal with it. You've got to be able to protect yourself, you know, how, however you do it. There's many ways to do that. You've got to be able to leave it at the hospital. You, you can't carry this stuff home with you. Uh, yeah. and, and I learned that years and years and years ago as a nurse, you know. So for me it was very natural as a Reiki practitioner. But, but I think that's something that... Um, that people really need to think about because there are people who are energetically very sensitive. And this is kind of the deep end of the pool, you know, walking, yes. you know, doing this kind of work in, in this kind of a setting. Um, so it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. But um, I do believe people can, can learn, can be trained, and, and be wonderful volunteers. You know, but you've got to keep your boundaries strong, you know. Yes. Not, we can't carry this home. <laughs> yes, and, and that could be a challenge. That could yeah. be a challenge. For some people, think. for some people. And so I want them to be, to, I, I really talk to every potential volunteer about that. You know, so, and I've had a few people say, I can't do it. And that's okay. That's okay. Yes. No, you know, there's no judgment here. And we, we don't want them to be overwhelmed either. So. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's... There's a balance in that, isn't it, with, with offering that service, but yet seeing what we see and mm-hmm. connecting. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
how are the Reiki practitioner volunteers oriented to this role in, in well, a healthcare organization? It's kind of, kind of a two-step process. I know uh, with our hospital, um, the Reiki volunteer program comes under the hospital's volunteer program. Our, our hospital has volunteers all over the place. I mean, they do all kinds of things. There's all kinds of roles. And so the Reiki volunteer program at um, Elmhurst Hospital is one piece of the greater volunteer program. So um, potential Reiki volunteers start with the hospital volunteer office. You know, they have to send in an application. They're interviewed by uh, one of the uh, coordinators there. And then there's a number of hoops that you have to kind of jump through to become an official hospital volunteer. There's um, different, uh, you know, training programs that you have to do. Um, you know, it's like hospital safety, infection control, uh, co- patient confi- confidentiality and privacy. That's under the HIPAA Act. Um, you know, what to do if the um, fire alarm goes off. You know, all those <laughs> the safety, yes. literally safety things. So, so there's a number of, um, you know, orientation programs that you have to go through, through from the hospital. The other thing is you have to have uh, annual TB skin testing uh, done, and that is for every hospital employee and volunteer, everybody. Um, so that, that has to be done on an annual basis, and people have to be willing to, to do that. And then as Reiki volunteers and really almost everybody in the hospital, um, we have to get a flu shot, an annual flu shot, because we have patient contact. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes, you know, people don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to get a flu shot or, or and, and so then that's, you know, that then they don't meet the requirements. So, so once um, people jump through all the hospital hoops, then they come to me, you know, <laughs> and we do the actual Reiki, Reiki orientation. So, uh, the way that we've set it up is, um, uh, we've developed some guidelines for practice. I also have a code of ethics you know, for a Reiki um, volunteer in in the volunteer program at the hospital. And um, I I quite literally spend time with people. Um, You know, we go through all our kind of little procedures that we have, you know, in terms of signing consent forms and documentation and, you know, how, you know, the guidelines for practice, you know, how we actually, you know, approach people, how we actually administer the, um, uh, you know, the Reiki session. You know, just sort of interacting and talking with people, I give them a lot of um, kind of information about that. You know, for example, like, we don't ask people what their diagnosis is. That's not our role, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't. You know, it's just, it's just you know, really um, practicing within our scope of practice as a volunteer. When I'm in the infusion center, I am not Nurse Jane. Every so often she sort of, like, creeps out a little bit. <laughs> you know, yes. I can't help myself, but, but I'm not Nurse Jane. I am... I'm a Reiki volunteer, you know, so I really have to, you know, I have to very consciously step back at times saying, nope, that's not my role, you know. So it's talking a lot about that. And then um, uh, people, um, you know, I, I mentor them through a couple of um, days, days at the cancer center, you know, where we actually kind of work together, you know, I'm there and available, you know, I'll do a session, they shadow me, and then, you know, they'll approach somebody and, and do a session and I watch them. So it, um, I really want to make sure that people are very comfortable, that they feel confident. Um, we say that we will do that over a two-day sort of period, but, um, you know, if people needed more time with me on site with them, that, that's not a problem because we want it to be successful, yes. you know. And then they're off and running. And, you know, um, you know, once people get the basics down, it's not, it's, it's, it flows. 
it really it really just flows beautifully. Yes. So um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, oh I bet it is. I, I bet it is. I I recently a few months ago began volunteering one day a month at a homeless shelter. Nice. And so it's in a way there are some similarities and and this is very helpful Jane very absolutely helpful. absolutely yes yes and i'm finding that a lot of um i i'm getting requests uh, about reiki volunteering i don't know in the last 6 months the requests you know and inquiries for that have just increased exponentially it's like the, it's like a, some kind of a door flew open thing oh i love it yeah. Yeah, it's just it's amazing to me, you know. And not everybody can fit it into their schedule or whatever. But yes. um, right now we have um, three three new volunteers coming on board at the hospital, so it's going to greatly increase you know our capability. Plus, um, we're hoping to expand into other areas of the hospital. I'm going to blaze that trail this year. So oh, maybe get into it. some of the inpatient units. Yeah. Oh, Jane, you you are a gift, honey. You are a gift to oh, all of us. It's so much fun, though, Paula. You know? Yes, yes, it is. Oh well, I'm afraid we have to pop out for another commercial. So, okay. Jane, we will be back in just a moment. Everyone, we will be right back with with more discussion with Jane. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife, beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com.
You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to Jane Vandeveld. She is here sharing. I, I got a little touched up with everything. When you just think about what Jane is doing for others and her volunteer program, um, well, let's go back to that, Jane. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit, what are some of the key elements to successfully setting up a Reiki volunteer program in a healthcare organization? Well, I think um, the number one uh, key element is patience. <laughs> Patience and persistence. Um, I started approaching Elmhurst Hospital in 2006. Um, here I am. I'm a volunteer. What can I do? Do you want me? You know, and um, so it was. Wasn't until actually 2012 that it came into reality. So it was almost like a six-year period. You know, of yes. kind of knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And um, what I have learned is that you really need to identify and connect with key people within the organization who will support Reiki practice and not dismiss it. Because, you know, um, the, the, you know hospital leadership, you know, people in management roles, they're busy. They are busy, busy, busy. They have, like, their plates are so full. And so I have just learned that if somebody doesn't answer my email today, I might have to send it to them again in two weeks or maybe three weeks or a month, and then finally they'll get back to me because they're very busy. But um, in terms of key people, what happened for me is I uh, was asked to be on another hospital committee. had nothing to do with Reiki, but it was called the Patient Family Advisory Council at the hospital. They asked people from the community to sit on this committee and kind of give feedback to the hospital. You know, how are we doing? You know, what are your ideas? You know, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? That type of thing. And I've been on that committee for about maybe, I don't know, five years now. Time flies. But by my presence on that committee, I met a lot of key people, again, within the healthcare, within the organization. So, so part of that was just showing up. I kept showing up, my face, my face, my, you know, just I kept showing up. And then um, finally, you know, uh, you know, after a few years, and, you know, I started talking more about Reiki, then it came into a reality, like the time was right. But I had a lot of people who knew me and knew they could trust me, that, you know, that I was okay person. <laughs> yes. And, and then, it, then it, it took off. So, um, you know, what I, finding that right person is sometimes is a luck of the draw, or sometimes it's just being patient and being in the right place at the right time. And, you, and my philosophy, you keep showing up. You keep showing yes. up. And then the other key element, I think, is um, having um, knowledge and appreciation of that uh, evidence-based practice, that is a key phrase within healthcare. Um, you know, one thing that you that we will be asked is, you know, what is the supporting evidence for Reiki, the research evidence? You know, how do we know this really works? How do we know it's effective? How do we know it's safe? All those kinds of things. And, and we do have articles. We do have some supporting evidence for Reiki. And trust me, I've got those articles. <laughs> you know? Yes, excellent. I look for them. Um, 
So I have a whole list of research studies that I can hand over to people and say, here they are, you know, uh, successful Reiki programs in healthcare organizations. Um, and uh, there's actually a list of some of those studies on the Reiki Share Project's website that people could, could refer to. It's uh, the ReikiShareProject.org um, under resources. So keep that evidence-based practice piece in mind. And then um, the other thing that's been helpful for me is just doing, doing my homework, you know, um, looking around. Where, uh, where are there Reiki volunteer programs in other um, healthcare organizations? And, you know, I'm located in the Chicago area. I'm in the Midwest. And us Midwest folks, you know, we take our time with things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I believe that um, the coast, the East Coast and the West Coast, have a lot more Reiki um, Maybe acceptance, programming, you know, that type of thing, uh, visibility than we do out here in the Midwest. You know, we just don't want to rush into things. Um, so um, I, you know, there's a couple programs. There's uh, one in Boston, the Brigham and Women's Hospital, that has a Reiki volunteer program. They published an article about it, which is just an absolute gem of an article. They started this program in 2009, and from 2009 to 2012, they did 18,000 in-house Reiki sessions with Reiki <sighs> volunteers, 18,000. And that was, that was just 2009 to 2012. And they had Reiki volunteers in, throughout the whole hospital setting. It's like, that is my vision, that <sighs> program. It's amazing. They offer it to patients, yes. families, and staff. It's <sighs> just outstanding. And then <sighs> um, there's Hartford Hospital in Connecticut, their Reiki, Reiki volunteer program started in 1997, <laughs> which I didn't know about Reiki in 1997. I mean, it's just amazing. But again, it's on the East Coast, hospital-wide program. Uh, and it, this, you can find all this stuff on the Internet. 1997 to 2012, they did, they've done 58,000 sessions, <laughs> 58,000 volunteer Reiki sessions. So, so these programs exist, and they're successful, yes. and they're making a difference. And so that's why I know, you know, as of June 2015, we've done 488. Now, we've got a ways to go to 18,000. But, but you're on I, your way. Well, we're keeping track of everyone because data, yes. people want data. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, so it's just, you know, it's just looking around. And trust me, these, you know, these articles about these programs, I'm handing them to people. Look what we could do, you know. Yes, yes. And then, and then the other key element is this, you know, you've got to be able to just to write up some proposals. People like things, you know, in black and white on paper. You know, how are you going to describe the Reiki program? What are you going to do? How are you going to implement it? How are you going to screen, orientate, train people, you know, follow up, competencies, all that kind of stuff. So I've done a lot of that work um, especially when we started just in 2012. And then now in the last year, I've really tweaked those documents. Like I said, we have, you know, more extensive guidelines for practice. We have, you know, a code of ethics, which I think is, is important, and, um, you know, competencies, all that kind, all those kinds of things, because that fits within that, the framework of healthcare, because that's what they do with everybody else. We want to be like them, you know, whatever yes. it takes. And then, mm -hmm. then we're accepted. So... Um, it takes time. It, it just, it takes time, you know, but um, boy, it's worth it. It's so much fun, so much fun. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, it just touches your heart. It's mm -hmm. what you're doing for so many people and these other hospitals and these other organizations yeah. offering it. You know, it is, it's a joy with, you know, 
the gift that it is. And when you yes. think about how it can change lives, and even if it's for 15 minutes, yes. it can bring someone some love and some peace. Yes. People, <sighs> tell, you know, and, and I guess the other thing that I have come to appreciate with this is the power of short sessions. You know, at Wellness House, um, I do, um, like, hour, they're like hour sessions, hour appointments, and they're, they're wonderful. But these 10-minute these sessions, 10, 15-minute sessions for people in, in kind of a busy, open sort of setting, people are still gaining, and, you know, the benefit of Reiki. It, 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 it acts so fast sometimes. Yes, it does. It, just, it does. It does. It's, and, and, yeah, it's just like, boom, you know. And, and yeah. what I, but we have to step back and just let the Reiki work. Yes. Yeah, you know, just be the channel. Just let, let the Reiki does the work, you know. How easy is that, you oh, know? Isn't it, though? And yeah, it's, it's very powerful, very powerful. And that. now I, I walk around the hospital, and I heard, I've heard a couple people say, oh, look, there's the Reiki lady. I'm like, oh, I'm, that's a badge of honor. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Only took me six years to get that one. You know? <sighs> but, I mean, you know, it's, it's so wonderful that people now are, are um, recognizing, you know, recognizing us. Yes. So. Yes. And they also um, they they also have put an article about um, our Reiki volunteer program on the website, the hospital website. So that was another significant step. Yes. So beautiful. People can Google can Google us on the website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is so I would think that you know every month you're continuing with this it really the word is growing the volunteer numbers are growing that's got to be beautiful it is yeah um another thing that we do too is um you know when i go to when we go to the infusion center there's a check-in there's a big huge lobby a big waiting area and then there's um a desk um where people can check in for their appointments or infusion or whatever and we put a sign there when we're there so there's a sign right there as they people as they check in you know uh, reiki reiki sessions available today you know whatever it is and oftentimes people will come in and say what's that or i want that or, or can you you know can i have the reiki session so um you know it's just a, you know like you said you know word is word is spreading you know, when are you going to be here next? You know, my next appointment is this. Are you going to be here then? So, so people are really um, beginning to appreciate it, appreciate, you know, appreciate it, and then beginning to ask for classes, you know. You know, I'm hoping that someday the uh, hospital will offer Reiki classes for the community that people can sign up for. So that's kind of the next thing, you know, as a result of this. Oh, it's so, just, but it takes it's patience, just... patience, patience, patience. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and you are... So fantastic at the way you've planned it out. You've been patient. You've, mm-hmm. you know, worked on this for several years now, and yes. you're seeing that garden grow. Yes, fine. Yeah, finally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My because goodness. when we started, I was, I was, I was the only one. You know, it's, it's, it's one, one patient at a time, one family member at a time. You know, if we can make a difference for one person at a time, it, it's cumulative. It's cumulative, and um, I guess that's sometimes how I, I think about it, you know, just if every time you have to kind of step back and just, you know, focus on the moment, you know, what I'm doing today, you know, I'm making a difference with this person now, you know, and, um, yes. you know, and there's, there's, there's value to that, too. Yes, and this is something that Reiki practitioners around the country and around the world can 
get involved in and, and make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a real big time commitment. We, when I go to the cancer center, um, I'm there from like 10 to 1. Or sometimes I stay a little bit later if somebody wants Reiki, you know. But usually it's scheduled 10 to 1. So um, it's like six or seven hours a month. You know, I go, I go twice a month. Yes. And uh, so, you know, people can, you know, kind of fit it into their schedule. And, um, and uh, you know, just for three hours, you know, three hours of Reiki, how great is that? Uh, you know, and there are times, you know, in three hours I can do like six or seven sessions, short sessions. Yes. Know? That, yes. that's that's a lot that's a lot of people it adds it adds up very quickly yes it does it's just it's such a beautiful gift to give and 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 where you're at and in a healthcare setting there's mm-hmm. you know so much of the energy of the sickness or the stress and you're mm-hmm. bringing so much positive love and energy into that it, it's it was, it was interesting. I, um, I attended a, the, the oncology uh, group had a, a, a breakfast for physicians, you know, and physicians, they, they zip in and out, you know, and they're very busy. Yes. But I, I attended, and I was talking to um, an oncology surgeon, and he really didn't know much about Reiki, but I told him, and he listened, and he was very thoughtful, and I, you know, I, I focused on the relaxation and the stress reduction, and he said, he said, do you think, do you think Reiki could help my patients before they go in for surgery? I said, well, of course. He said, well, how can I get a hold of you? <laughs> just Love like it. Yeah, just, just like that. I'm like, well, you know, give us time, you know, and all of that. But, um, but he immediately grasped, grasped the value of it, you know. Um, but then I talked to another um, physician, uh, uh, an oncologist, and she rolled her eyes. You know, she's like, yeah. oh, you know, Reiki, you know. So, you know, you're going, you're going, and you have to be prepared for that. And that's okay. They're not all going to embrace it. They're just not. Absolutely. And that's okay. But, yeah. um, absolutely. But the, but the people, the people who, you know, kind of can tap into it and understand it, you know, they'll, they will benefit from it, you know. Yeah. So, it, yeah. it's, it's, you can't take things like that personally. <laughs> yeah. The eye rolling yeah. or whatever. Well um, said. Well said. Uh, yeah, Jane? Yeah. We are down to just a couple more minutes of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. What last words, uh, inspiration, or information would you like to share with everyone? Well, um, you know, I, uh, I really hope to see Reiki volunteer programs grow down the road. Now, some people will say, you know, that, you know, that, um, you know, we should be paid as Reiki volunteers or Reiki practitioners, and, and I do agree with that. But I do think that um, there, there's a place for both. And um, I think that as we move into healthcare organizations and demonstrate our value, I think that will follow eventually. But for people who just, you know, are Reiki practitioners, they want to give back, they want to do something special, um, you know, uh, to be able to volunteer in these kinds of settings is so fulfilling. So fulfilling, um, and can be just um, bring just just great joy uh, to your life because you know it is a wonderful way to give back. So um, you know, it, you know, not not every area of the country, not every city, not every town is is going to have volunteer programs. But um, you know, if for people who are willing to take the leap and try to start one, you know, go for it. I would highly encourage them to go for it, you know. Um, I'm willing to have people contact me through the Reiki Share Project. You know, I can, I'm always willing to offer guidance and uh, 
information. So, um, you know, um, as my friend Ellie says, Reiki on. Let's Reikify the world. <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, I love that. That We will leave the show on that note, Reiki on. I absolutely on. love that. <laughs> yes. And, Jane, just a big heartfelt thank you for, for what you're doing and, and what you've created and what you're continuing to create. Well, thank you for letting me share my story, you know, and, um, you know, we... Alice, you know, you're, you're helping get the word out, too. So, you know, I, I think you're doing a wonderful job with, with your program, too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to, to any Reiki practitioners out there listening that, that are volunteering and, and offering this, this love and this healing. And a big thank you to all of our listeners. Love, hugs, and blessings to everyone. And... Jane, love, hugs, and blessings to you, and just thank you. And this has has been great information, and this may trigger a few Reiki practitioners to think, I, I think I can fit that in. Yes, it, yes. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And we'll keep this growing. Yes, yes. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Jane. And... So a goodbye to everyone, and we will chat next week. And, Jane, you have a beautiful day, honey. Thank you. Thanks, Paula. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.